Greetings, friends. Happy Friday. It's the Food Friday special back by popular demand in studio. <laughs> crowd roars. <laughs> we are our own crowd. <laughs> Rocky is beside himself with glee. He he is. Uh, so gleeful. In fact, I think he's asleep on the floor somewhere here. Um, <laughs> Ash, good to see you. Good to see you. And John. Hey, it's been a hot minute, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your Italian trip. Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. zero. It, it, you, this Ready. was a this was a vacation abortion. A vacation abortion. I mean, literally, we had spent the week packing. We were packed, ready to go, dressed, showered, shaved, everything. And I started having. I'd been having a health problem. Uh, not a big deal, was uh, anymore. It seems to be subsiding. But I just I won't get into that. But let's just say on the uh, the morning of the trip, as we were getting ready to go on the, a twelve hour flight to Amsterdam. Uh, I looked at my wife and said that would be torture, so I had to cancel at the very last minute, literally last minute. The latest of terms. Oh, my God. It's such a bummer. I mean, there's, like, tears and everything. And God bless uh, the food gal. She got on the phone, and we got most of our money back across the board. Oh, I that's think, great. Oh. I think we had to pay, like, one hotel for one night's stay because it was so late, but that's no big deal. And, uh, yeah, so no Sardinian cheese, no Kazumarzu, no pasta, no porchetta, uh, no Italia, no Verona. I mean, it all went into the toilet, and then I spent the week in bed, and I'm getting, I'm on the mend now. My mom wants you to know that uh, that a Verona in this summer heat, as hot as it was in Europe, would have been insufferable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. she says you dodged a bullet there, right? And it's funny because for the entire week, Alexander was. We were following our friends we were going to meet over there, and uh, and she's following the news, and on the internet she goes. I really wanted to go, but I'm kind of glad we didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she was looking at all the people. I mean, you know, in, in shorts and flip flops, and you know, no air conditioning. And yeah, uh, some of our friends in Sardinia said the the heat there was just brutal. They said it was like like South Carolina Georgia heat. You know Oof. what I mean? No wind, humid, just, uh, no humid, no wind, and like 98 degrees every day. And and you just it, it was hard to breathe. I've got a serious question though. The friends that went on the trip, did they eat the infamous maggot cheese? No, no. I, I was the catalyst for the Kazumarzu. <laughs> and they, they were they probably would have done it if I was there, but they it was um, they they did not do that. But they said the food on Sardinia was fantastic, even though you gotta be sitting in a bathing suit to, to enjoy it because it's so hot. Oof. And they had to go to a wedding, a two hour wedding in one of these beautiful old you know like 500 year old churches yeah uh with no air conditioning no fans and and everybody there is like dressed like we are kind of casually golf shirts uh, shirts and slacks but the bride and groom they're in like monkey suits with the they said they they said it was unbearable but they had to sit through it so next time we go to europe i think i'm gonna pick a cooler weather month fall is great yeah, spring. Spring is fantastic. Hey, I, I was in France in January. That's great because it's great. There's no tourists. It's yeah, fun. it's really nice. Yeah, you yeah. don't you don't have kids in school. You don't have to do it at a particular yeah. time. You're, exactly, you're flexible. Exactly. So okay. I'm back. No, no, no maggot cheese, but we have tales to tell and uh, lots to discuss on Foodie Friday. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sorry, Ashley. I didn't no, mean to step go. all over it, you. Hey, your name comes first in the law firm, so I, I'll let you exactly. go first. Exactly. We, we bow. <laughs> oh, get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I oh, just wise one. Okay. <laughs> I, now I now I can't do this. You so forgot. no, I I didn't forget, but I I wanted to get at this. Well, you uh, John, yesterday something came up on my internet feed, and it was uh, it was some some stuff you had written down that absolutely burned the eyebrows right off my forehead. Um, well, take a so flamethrower to this place. You really. <laughs> You really came out swinging, yeah, on some some topics. I what, how, yeah, on your blog. things. Yeah, fifty-two things I know, I know, and some I wish I didn't. This is on eatinglv.com. If you don't have yeah. this site bookmarked, <laughs> friends, you'll want to do it. It's not for the timid folks. It is not for the timid, also not for the vocabularily challenged. I always have my dictionary up so I can. The, I search. always learn a new word when I when I read your uh, it, your, it, your it, blog it, post. It's not my blog unless at least one or two words make people go, "Wait, what? What's that?" Yeah, you're you you are yeah you're the William F. Buckley Jr. of food. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought the one that threw everybody this time was chuggy, chuggy, chuggy. Chuggy is a relatively recent word that means off-trend. So, in other words, um, like I said, the STK Tao restaurant as nightclub is very chuggy these days. I mean, it's like so 2014, you know what I mean? It's not on trend right now. I hate it also. Yeah. <laughs> it's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> when, the la- when the music is so loud, I can't even read the menu. Oh. Uh, Get yeah, me yeah. out of there. S- you know, STK is brutal. A Tao... Tao's always been sort of a nightclub. I, yeah. I, I give them a pass. I mean, they, they always have 800 people jammed in there. But, yeah, some of these restaurants that are trying to be like, party, hardy, I mean, just not my speed. I agreed with a lot of what you wrote. I felt attacked by some of what you wrote. Uh, you mean those uh, sushi uh, bros and wagyu hoes? <laughs> <laughs> He's the hoe. Yeah, I felt He's the hoe. The no, wagyu I, hoe. I, I, listen, just because I liked Kaiseki Sanga, I, I I wasn't even thinking and of Kabuto. you. And Kabuto. And Kabuto, you were like, oh, uh, uh, screw Kabuto, it's too busy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I give and them props. I, you li- know I why, like Kabuto. You know why you don't like Kabuto? You just like showing up in restaurants without a reservation, unannounced, yes, and, gets, and gets seated. So what's your point? Yeah, yeah of course. Well, Can't well, do that at Kabuto. Kabuto's Home, tiny. Homie, homie don't make no reservations. Well, homie's <laughs> not going to eat at Kabuto then because they're well, in finite yeah. seating. I mean, they got, what yeah. is that, eight eight spots well, at the bar. And I'm also polite enough, I don't walk into miniature restaurants, not just Kabuto. There's uh, Toto Raku, uh, Toto, Toto Decoro Raku, the chicken place. That's very tiny. You just, I, I, I'm respectful in that sense. But yeah, going out of my way to... Make a reservation a few days or a few weeks in advance. I don't do that. I mean, I don't have to do it in this town, so I don't. Okay, wait. I do have a question, <laughs> Bragg- though. Braggadocious? You bet. <laughs> and one, not chuggy. One, one, one of your 52 things was the days of the $15 cocktail are deader than Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. <laughs> Go what? on the strip. Everything's over 20 bucks now. Really? Got Every it. cocktail. Every cocktail. But- and, and, and wines are now, all, almost all wines are north of $20, I- too. I had a, I recently had a, a, a short meeting at the bar at Beauty in Essex. I'm sorry. I know. I was too. And I, I had, I ordered an old fashioned 
and it was $45. Yeah. Well, we interrupted Ashley there. What were you no, no, no. I was just going to say, I didn't know what you meant. Did you yeah. mean the scene, the $15 cocktail scene's dead or what? And now I get it. You're just saying the yeah. price. The price. The $15 it's, cocktail is, is just dead. I mean, it, it, it's, uh, uh, I was going to get into wine, but people, but yeah, all of the, it used to be a $15 cocktail was kind of pricey. You know what I mean? It was like, yes. there, there were eight, nine, ten dollars 12 15 Now, uh, with, with, they call it supply chain issues. I really don't think it's a tough to get Coca-Cola and Jack Daniels to Las Vegas. You know, they'll pretend it is. Uh, but, yeah, everything's – they've used this as a way to boost – lots of things are, like, up 30% on the strip, and cocktails are one of them. So wow. good luck. You know, I, I mean, you'll go to almost any good restaurant or bar. Let's say the four of us go, and, and we all throw down for a couple rounds of drinks. It's going to be 200 – it'll be 150 bucks with tip and everything. Yeah, yeah, no. The days of, like, let's get drunk for 40 bucks are deader than Siegfried and Roy. (laughs) 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 I'm no longer a cheap date. You're no longer a cheap date, even if you're just getting well G&Ts. It's it's, it's really something. I uh, would never, John. You know that. You are not a well-drink gal. I understand. (laughs) No well brands for this one. Yeah, Rocky's now Rocky's perked up and is uh, scowling at the thought of uh, of a well... Of a of well booze, yeah, yeah, short yeah, dog yeah, yeah. demands top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> no beef eaters for him. <laughs> you're a little beef eater, right? But here. one of your other things, and I agree, is uh, that you're more excited about Half Bird opening anything on the Strip. And for anyone who's listening and doesn't know, Half Bird is a new chicken spot that's opening just up Spring Mountain. And I know you. I've been dying to go. I missed out. They were at the Vegas Test Kitchen yeah, for yeah. like a couple days. You went. Tell us about it. Well, well, what I had there was a lot of their um, the sandwich stuff, the fried chicken sandwich, the wings, and it's going to be very inventive and very, uh, but not too, and really, really tasty with all kinds of varieties of seasonings and spices on the chicken. But what I'm excited for, which which they will have at the restaurant, is going to be a classic roast chicken, like yeah. you know, for two or four. You know what I mean? So you can uh, with different sauces, so you can just have a really nice chicken dinner. With really, you know, free-range chicken, not the not the supermarket stuff. So better quality bird and uh, casual setting. Lots of beers. I'm not a beer guy, but they'll let me bring my own wine. <laughs> and uh, um, but yeah, I can't wait. It's very. It's gonna be a, a laid-back chicken restaurant right in the middle of Chinatown by Brian Howard, and, and Half Bird's gonna be very very cool. And it's the kind of thing that nobody on the strip is gonna do something that sort of. Uh, you know that sort of narrow in focus, but 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 also that precise and that delicious because they want to something for everybody is what they have to do on the strip and, and their restaurants in their restaurant. I'm just excited that it's not fried chicken. I'm so, I want like roasted chicken. Yeah. It's because well, he, it's healthier. He, he has fried. Yeah, chicken. he does. He does do yeah, the but, nuggets but, and the sandwiches, well, 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 but but he does just a beautiful fried chicken. And Brian Howard's one of our best chefs, and he has the uh, Sparrow and Wolf, which has been a raging success for five years now. So. Uh, a lot of people are, are excited about that. And I'm kind of excited that the, uh, let's say, the howlification of Chinatown a little bit. The, uh, the fact that they're like, the white boys are coming in and white gals uh, and uh, sort of giving a nice mix of different restaurants. Well, it in is there. in the same shopping center as Partage, which I think is hilarious. Right, yeah, that book is actually, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You have French on one side, roast chicken, and in between you have Pho Kim Long. Remember that? Yes. Great, greatest name in restaurants in Las Vegas. Fuck him long. You've got all you can eat uh, Korean barbecue. You have some ramen places. So There's yeah, also it, Mas Por Favor, the taco place. So yeah. it is kind of an eclectic right. and, strip and, mall. And parking well, parking is up. 
but all the food is worth it. Yeah. So Brian Howard, uh, Half Bird, it just opened, I think, Monday, this past Monday. So got to check it out. When are we going? Uh, not today. Okay. <laughs> but yes, so next week's going to be a very busy, assume I'm still on the mend with my little health issue. Uh, next week's going to be a very busy restaurant week for me. So okay. I, I, I can see myself out uh, three, four nights next week. So Call me. Oh, it will do. No pizza, though. I'm over pizza. I'm totally over pizza. But at the same like, time, you're ready for some pizza. Well, who isn't ready for pizza, you know? <laughs> oh, What's your famous pizza line that you always quote? Pizza is it's like, like sex. The worst I ever had was still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like to make that joke. Men always laugh at that. A lot of, every woman I tell that to, they just look at you, their eyes narrow and go, you don't. <laughs> Only women know what really bad sex is like, okay? <laughs> women, we're, just, we're just happy to be in the saddle, okay? <laughs> you know, the women are like, oh, this guy? <laughs> I'm stuck with him. <laughs> I'd rather have a pizza. Yeah, I'd rather have a pizza with pineapple. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but I, I like pizza. Now, I, I'm just... There's so much. The cult of pizza has been a big, big deal all over America. Yeah, good ten years now, maybe fifteen. And I don't know. I get. I can only get so saturated with great pizza. But every so often, you gotta have it. Yeah. I have a question for you. So you know, you go through all these restaurants that are that are that are doing great, that aren't doing great. Actually, what uh, interests me too is there's apparently there's in the tale of two Mexican food restaurants on the Strip. One being Viva, Viva, and the other one being the new supposed hot spot at the Encore, right? Caught, what is it? Um, is, ca- it ca- ca- is it Casa, Casa Playa? Casa Playa, 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 Playa. They Playa. Playa means beach or something. Yes. It? Yeah. So, so you. So, so one you guys. is one is you love Viva. Yeah. You hate Playa. Uh, I walked into Playa, walked out, and then my friends John, Josh, and uh, Josh's uh, food adventures. Um, he and his wife went there. And they did a, did a review of it. A, and a video blog. It was very good. I mean, they, they, they tasted everything, and they're just, like, rolling their eyes. Cold chicken, bad service. I mean, you should go to it. Uh, I think it's at Josh. I can't remember his uh, I mean, nice guy. I'll have to find his uh, podcast. It's a video ca- vlog, vlog. But they went there, and, and I walked into the place once and looked around, and it had that Tau STK vibe, and it's obvious they want it to be for that Encore Beach crowd to get something to eat and – it is just so not aging baby boomer stuff. Is okay. Is Toca Madera on your list? Have you even heard of it? No, <gasps> boy. Have you heard of it? No, Toca Madera. Yeah, it's the new like Mexican steakhouse that just opened in Aria, where the Todd English Pub used to be between oh, Crystals. Okay, all right. It's some like a Mexican steakhouse. Now those are two words that don't collide in the same sentence too I often. Know. That's right. why it's not on your radar. Yeah, I mean, it's not on my radar, but Aria annoys the F out of me, okay? It's just, <laughs> every time I go there now, with the, between the paid parking and the walkthrough, and the, ugh. I tried to go the other day again to uh, Din Tai Fung, and the line is out the door at 11 o'clock. They're telling everybody, you got to come back at 1.30, you know, and girls are snapping selfies of each other. I'm like, enough already. That's the trouble. Some Vegas restaurants have gotten so popular that I, nobody goes there anymore, well, especially me. Din Tai Fung is a chain yeah. that's world-renowned. And yeah. I, I'll tell you this. I love the one in Orange County in South Coast Plaza. I've love been to it. that one, and I've been to the one in the San Gabriel Valley. And okay. they are good. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're good. The one in the Aria is cold. Is cold. Yeah. It's 
stale. It's truly just a smash and grab on tourist money. Right, right. And, and you can tell when you walk up to it, that's what it is. But boy, because it's like the McDonald's of, 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 of dumplings, people are just lining up, you know, with, and they've all seen it on Instagram and the FOMO Instagrammers yep. are out there and it's fine. It's dim sum. You can go on, it, it has good dim sum, but there's lots of dim sum, good dim sum in Las Vegas. Let's take a quick break here uh, for a word from our sponsors. Sam and Ash. Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Food Friday here. John Curtis, Ash Watkins, Sam Rajofsky in the house. Don't go anywhere. If you've been in an accident, there's no reason to call a sleazy lawyer. It's not just about the settlement check. It's about representing your interests and your values. So call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit samandashlaw.com. And we're back. Food Friday here with John Curtis, Ash Watkins, Sam Rajofsky joining as well. Friends... I think we usually at this point in time, before we move to our recommendations or John's recommendations for places to eat over the weekend, I thought we'd mention maybe some some of our pet peeves. Yeah, pet peeves. Um, yeah, but before we get there, can I get a quick quick shout out to Josh and Rachel's food and travel vlog? That's where I was grabbing for in my brain uh, a few minutes ago, and it's Josh and Rachel's uh, food blog uh, vlog on YouTube. And they have a small following, and they, uh, they, they basically do videos. And sometimes I can only stick with a video so long. But they're sincere. They love good food. And they really do try to eat a lot of things on the menu and give honest opinions about what they think of them. It's and not a vlog. It's not a vlog. What is a vlog? It's a vlog. It's a vlog. Oh, okay, boomer. I just got okay. Boomer. I got boomer. okay, boomer. You, you got boomer. I just got, got boomer there. Uh, this is... We were talking in the context of the Casa Playa yeah. at the Encore, their review. And this is their, I, I suggest, uh, look it up on, on YouTube. Josh and Rachel's Food and Travel, they take this restaurant apart, call it. Unfortunately, this was our most disappointing meal in Las Vegas in two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they're in Vegas a lot. They come here much. So, yeah, they didn't like it. And, but, I mean, it, it's honest assessment. They talk about cold chicken Bad service, waiting, orders mixed up. They, they were not happy at all. So Casa Playa sucks. You heard it here third, folks. Playa. So, playa, Playa, Playa. See, I say Playa because I think they want you to think Playa as in I'm <laughs> no, a Playa. they don't. Yes, okay, they do. homie. Yes, they do. Hey, I'm... <laughs> Get yep. back on your Duolingo and play. Like, <laughs> Casa Playa. I think I mean it, Casa Playa. But anyway, I think they want to do... Uh, okay. Let's get the pet peeves. Mezcal. Mezcal <laughs> <laughs> oh, sucks. I love mezcal. Oh, mezcal. I love it. I love it. You probably like scotch too, don't yep. you? I do. Ugh. I like I like peaty scotch, and so mezcal is the peaty scotch of tequilas. You're not an American. If you're, if you're a true American, like your listeners are, you should like bourbon. I love bourbon. Instead, I love bourbon too. Of all these foreign influences on your whiskey palate. Says the guy who wants to eat maggot cheese in Italy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and drink nothing but French wine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I think, I think we can be foreign influenced <laughs> over here. Look okay. at that black kettle over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mezcal to me is an acquaintance. I like good tequila. I'll, I'll, I'll knock back a good Añejo or Reposado tequila okay, with you any day. You don't like the smokiness of mezcal. Oh, it, it, to me, it's a palate destroyer. 
Okay, and and uh, I I always feel like I take a sip and then I don't. It's so strong, I never get even to a second sip. No, I mean, I, because it, your palate is just absorbing that smoke, which all subtlety gets lost. That's why my same problem with scotch, real peaty scotches. Uh, but mezcal to me has an acrid kind of quality to it, a burning rubber kind of thing going on that I just can't. It's bad mezcal. Well, okay. We'll fine. go tasting. We'll yeah. we'll get through this, guys. I'll take a sip of yours and then I'll get an añejo tequila and I'll be a very happy okay. guy. Okay. But I know that's not your real pet peeve. So let I we've all <laughs> we all, <laughs> this is smoke coming out of my ears right now. <laughs> we've all got our restaurant pet peeves for the week. What's yours? Summer truffles. Enough chefs with the effing summer truffles. They bring nothing to the party. The only thing they have in common with a real truffle is the name. It's just this tasteless mushroom that kind of, in a, if you squint your eyes really, kind of looks like a real truffle, but it doesn't taste anything like it. They're generally bland. Chefs make a big deal out of them, and I mean some of our better restaurants. Ooh, Mr. Curtis, we're putting... We're adorning your salad and your steak with summer truffles. Woo. And if you took them away, it's like just eating a piece of wet cardboard. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and paying and, a ton of and, money and, for and it. And paying money for what they're, it's a faux luxury item. You know, that, that it's like what caviar has become. It, it, it's nothing like the real thing, but they pretend it is because they give it the same name and they fool the, the mouth breathers and the knuckle draggers into thinking they're eating luxury when they're really, the dishes would do better without it. And the chefs know this, but they know they can, an upcharge of five, 10 bucks for it. So enough with the goddamn summer truffles. They're worthless and just, uh, and don't let them put them on your, and when I look at them, I go, no, enough. And they're like, you don't want our summer truffles? No, because taste one. And then they taste it and they go, oh, okay, I see why you don't want it. It doesn't taste like anything. Do you like winter truffles? I like really, really good truffles in season. I've had the white truffles from the Piemonte in, in Italy. You eat them between like November, October, November, December. Mm -hmm. The season's only about eight to 10 weeks long and they're beautiful and really heavily perfumed. Winter truffles that come into season in December, January, February in France and Italy are also very strongly flavored and everything else is just a cheap imitation. So I, I like the truffles are not something you're supposed to be eating all, all year round and they're really not something you're supposed to be eating in summertime. Okay. Well, there the you have cold it. Cold weather food. My pet peeve of the week. Now you two go. Don't be a food sucker. Don't fall for the summer truffles. Sam, are you ready for your pet peeve? Yeah. Guys who don't like mezcal. No. I, I, <laughs> I have a pet peeve when fancy restaurants try to make their own ketchup. Oh, that is a good one. Ah. And it's such a... It's Listen, there's one ketchup. It's Heinz 57. Get over yourself. If you're going to serve ketchup, it's Heinz 57. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, there's a, a food writer who's getting on in years named Jeffrey Steingarten, and he, he used to be on Iron Shuffle. I was on one of the Iron Chef shows with him. He wrote an article for Vogue magazine like uh, 20 years ago in which he tasted different ketchups from around the world and homemade, and he said his standard, his his baseline is is it better than Heinz or not as good as Heinz did he find any that were yeah, better he, he found a couple that he liked as well one was homemade and one was kind of a yeah. fancy brand from somewhere else but he basically was uh, giving major props to Heinz ketchup I have said, one yeah, yeah I have it, in town here I have one place that makes a ketchup that stands on its own it's next door at Vesta they're 
hot, their spicy ketchup that they put on the bodega sandwich. And that has some kick to it, but it's a it's essentially not ketchup. It's a different it's a sor- habanero, it's, it's habanero tomato paste. It's habanero tomato paste, which is I, I love. Yeah. But for ketchup, ketchup. Yeah. Like you're right. gonna dip your fries or s- some barbarians steak. Yeah. Rocky. Which I do. <laughs> steak on ketchup. <laughs> Father, <laughs> forgive giggles. him, for he know not what he do. <laughs> I know. Okay, but uh, I'm with you on the pet. I don't see it that much. A lot of upscale steakhouses try to do their own ketchup here and there. But I I just think of it not as ketchup as just in a tomato, house-made tomato sauce. So get over your pet peeve, Sam. Well, maybe you should get over yours, John. Summer truffles? (laughs) Eat a summer truffle and and shut up. And some (laughs) mezcal. And take a shot of mezcal. At least least even bad ketchup has a lot of flavor. Okay, summer truffles have none. All right. Ash, your, your, your pet peeve. Okay, unlike you, I prefer to make reservations before <laughs> I show up at a place. I know I'm not as well known at, at all these local restaurants. They don't have photos of me at their hostess stand to make sure that they have a seat for you and a drop of a dime or whatever the saying is. Um, my pet peeve is when I go to make a reservation online and they demand credit card information. Ooh, yeah. That is so, so tacky. Yeah, well, they're doing it in Europe, too. I'm telling you, I, I booked a come. The, the trip I canceled there, some of the better restaurants, they want, they, they, they basically charge you like 100 or 200 bucks. In it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially in Vegas where, you know, I always say to Vegas, people who want to stand in line here or are, are craving reservations and, and going to great lengths to eat somewhere. There's so many good restaurants in Las Vegas. Screw that noise. Just go to another one. Also, if your place is that popular, yeah. you're not worried about filling the table. Someone's going to have just walked up good and point. want on the, in the reservation. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, I get it. If your yeah. concern is, look, we only have four seats, yeah. like E by Jose Andre or whatever. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight, eight seats. Eight yeah. seats, and you take two of them, and you no yeah. show. Yeah, most people aren't trying to get that on the, the same day. But any of these larger restaurants that do that, I go, you should be able to fill that that reservation. Yeah. So um, well, that's. Uh, but unfortunately, that's become a new normal. For a lot of places. I mean, you know, it used to be so simple until your generation started running things. I just want to tell you. Okay. I mean, it used to be like, hey, Ash, Sam, where do you want to have dinner tomorrow night? Okay. I'll just call there. Can I have a table for three? Sure, Mr. Curtis. We'll see you tomorrow night. Click. Done. You know, now it's like open table this and like what you're talking about. It's all become one of the reasons why computers pretend to simplify our lives but what they really do is complicate them the worst is one time i was driving and i used siri to call a restaurant to make a reservation uh, and when i called they told me to go online oh. i said i can't because i'm driving i can't and i it's and why i called, called you, you. Yeah, and I, I, now i want to reach through, through the, the phone line and, and i'd ra- and now i'm going to in and out so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and gonna be happier yeah uh, yeah the, the whole making reservations thing i do it when i travel but i won't i don't do it in las vegas no. okay well now we've got our three pet peeves it also helps if you're me to have about about 85 different maitre d's on your speed dial so you can just i'm gonna call. steal that phone <laughs> It helps. <laughs> Hi, this is John Curtis. I now am blonde. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have sex shame. Yeah. It's 2022, it's, people. It's, jo- it's Joni Curtis, and here's what she looks like now. <laughs> Man, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I'm going to try it. Okay, so pet peeves of the week, you know, summer truffles, ketchup, and uh, reservations. Those are, those are three good ones. All right.
Where are we eating this weekend? Well, where we are all eating next week, I'm going to take you guys to uh, Scotch 80 Prime. We I've have, never been. We've got to go there. It's the, the it, it was there under uh, the, the guys who now run Berries at the Circa used to run Scotch 80 Prime, but they've reopened it. They have some real pros in the kitchen and in the front of the house, and uh, they want us to come in. So Scotch 80 Prime is definitely on the agenda. I'm trying to think what else we have right now uh, on the agenda coming up. Probably not that Mexican steakhouse. I don't think we're going to go there. That's fine. Uh, uh, but I, I've been craving great sushi again, and I want to go back to Yui Itomai Sushi. Are you becoming a sushi bro? I'm sushi bro. You know, sushi, you're not a sushi bro, Sam, because you're not, you're not an obnoxious guy with a hat on backwards, you know, who's over-ordering stuff because he heard A5 Wagyu was really cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I've got it on tape. Yeah. You got it on tape. All right. And just so everyone knows, my dog is passed out, yeah, totally that, un- unentertained by that, what we're doing. This is how fascinating we are on the air. He hasn't learned A5 Wagyu yet. Yeah, well, apparently. There's an alert for that. Another pet peeve. That's, that's why I think A5, all of this stuff that used to be really kind of cool, insider, rare stuff, yeah. has now been commodified to where, you know, Uni, A5, Otoro Tuna, you name it, it's, it's uh, uh, everything is just truffles. They're, they're ubiquitous now. They're everywhere. And they're not so special. And they've lost flavor, and they've lost cachet, and they've lost the specialness. And that's that's why I, that's my objection to sushi bros. They're basically ruining sushi by overwhelming it with money and, and too much of these luxury ingredients. I'm with you. The yeah. biggest sin of all times is truffle oil. Oh, don't get me. Yeah, don't get me started. But, you know, there is real truffle oil in Italy and France yep. where they take a real truffle yeah. and, and marinate it in oil. It's very, I mean, a little bottle costs you 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, truffle oil, a gallon bottle costs you six bucks because it's just a fake thing. So truffle oil, I've already pet peeved about that mm-hmm. before. I've ranted about that on my blog for, God, 20 years. <laughs> so we're going to Scotch 80. Scotch 80 Prime for shizzle next week. I, I, I went there. We went there. Were you with me? I didn't go. I went when I first moved into town. Before the pandemic. Before the pandemic. Yeah. It was excellent. Certainly berries. That's yeah. the crew. They kind of yeah. adopted all that, that the, the you know, the whiskey car. The, right. You know, you can get right. the, the the smoked bourbon. Smoked yes, well, bourbon, John. Uh, too much smoke and everything. Uh Says so the cigar smoker. Yeah, we have but the line. I only smoke cigars with my buddies who give me their expensive cigars. <laughs> do you buy? Do you buy your own cigar, Sam? No, no. I only I only put one in my mouth if somebody else is paying for it. That's <laughs> what. No, I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. You're gonna keep it PG. Yeah, PG on here. Okay, so Scotch Eighty Prime is on the agenda. And half I wa- bird, half bird for sure. I want really high end sushi, and I and I can get into Yui Ito my sushi on the short notice. So those are uh, upcoming next week. I had a great meal at Monzu. The other day, and yeah, I, 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 I tell you, I, I just, I went there with my whole family. Got the, uh, got the we, big pizza. You know mega what? Board. I'll tell you right now. Well, the mega board we didn't do, but that's your favorite, Ash. That's it. the, that's the meat and cheese. Yep. Super platter, and they were making it for other people, and I was looking yeah. at it. A it's little a wistfully. meal. I got the small pizza, and we each had a bite, and it was perfect yeah. in conjunction with other things. But some, some of their pasta is just out of this yeah. world i had this one that the elephant pasta with the with the roasted pork on top mm-hmm. and, the, and it was just it, it, it blew me away and 
I think that's a restaurant. It's very successful, but I, there ought to be a line out the door at that place too. I yes. mean, it does it does a nice business, but um, I think the food is almost too good for the, for the room. You know, I mean, too hip for the room. A little little too nice for the Italian food crowd that packs Nora's right next door. It's very unique. Yeah. The the pasta dishes aren't chicken parm. They're not your standard rigatonis. They're right. very unique, authentic Italian dishes. And so I, I love the place. Another plug for Monzu. They have a, a couple pizzerias around town called Old School Pizzeria. Same and dough. More than a couple. I think they got four or five. Oh, yeah. Is that a, what is that now, a few? That's a few. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a few. few. <laughs> More than a Okay, whatever. I don't know. But yes. So if you like the Monzu pizza and you just want to take it home, old school pizzeria, old same school, dough, yeah, same everything. Yeah. So Yeah, Gino Mora, Gio Mora and his family do a great job. So we have great Italian food. I mean, good Italian food in this town is coming out of our ears. I'm not, not, not to put it down, but I mean, in the neighborhoods, I mean, I can rattle off 10 good Italian restaurants now. And I, so it's, it's a very... Aside from Brazen and a couple others, there's very little reason to go to the Strip for Italian food. Uh, Fifteen years ago, that wasn't true. And your Strip, go, your go-to Strip casino, I learned based on reading EatingLV.com, is Resorts World. That's that's it. Restaurant Row, right there, right in there. I, I think it's got the hottest group of restaurants in town. Uh, let's go through them. I went to Wally's last night. It was again Wally, really good. Wally's is spectacular. Barzazu doesn't get a lot of press, but it's run by Nicole Brisson, right next door to Brazo, which are, is fabulous. Carver Steak is one of my favorite steakhouses in town. They have the caviar bar across mm-hmm. the way. Uh, great caviar, but just good champagne, a lot of good champagnes. Uh, and, and just a, the, the one thing, I, the caviar bar is just a really cool place to just veg out and kind of watch people watch. And then uh, they have Viva, which is one of my favorite Mexican restaurants. So have, have, they, they bring they, they really bring it at Resorts World right now, but it's not as popular as it should be. Have you been to Fuhu in Resorts World? No, I have not been down. It's down the hallway. It's on the other side of Wally's, I think, a little past it. Tell me about it. I mean, it's kind of a fusion place. Asian I have not fusion? been. I just saw a couple things written about it, and so I, I, don't, I might need to get there. My frenemy, uh, Scott Robin at Vital Vegas... That guy. Uh, yeah, that guy. Well, he and I go at it hammering. He's taunt. a chicken parm guy. Yeah. Well, we go at it all the time. And, we love Scott. But we love Scott, even if I, he has no taste. But <laughs> He'll admit it. <laughs> He'll admit, <laughs> He'll admit it. it. He'll yeah. tell him, right, look at your face. Yeah, you're right. But I think he had a bad experience at Fuhu, and I wrote about it on Vital Vegas, and it kind of just put me off going there. Oh, I'll have yeah. to look. Yeah. I mean, generally, if Scott Robin hates something, it means I'll like it. But 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 it just sounded like it was sort of a... Well, again, kind of a nightclub-y thing, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff going on with with bars and and drinks and things, and not my not my scene, especially when Wally's is right there. Viva, you know, great steaks, great Italian, great uh, caviar, champagne. What else do you need? Nothing. And also, also, Resorts World has one of the most fabulous food courts, probably the most unique food court in anywhere in Las Vegas. So, I'm a big go-to guy, and it has free parking. So, what more could you ask for? Nothing. Nobody paid me for this plug, folks. (laughs) I think on that note. Well, perfect. I think we've got a food-filled weekend. Food-filled weekend, yeah. I've gained some calories just thinking about it. Let's think about pet peeves. And I want to bring it with the pet peeves all the time because I think I want to hear other people's and I want to hear yours. Same. And I never run out of them. (laughs) Same. Add us on these. (laughs) 
on Twitter at at eat, what are you at eating? No, on Twitter I'm I'm at eating Las Vegas. Yeah, and you guys are under your at Ash the Attorney. Yes, and and at at, at uh, Big Shot Lawyer is that what he's yeah. under? Sushi Bro, sushi, soon to be Sushi Bro Sam. <laughs> sushi. I I I I read it the way I read it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really fast. The, where I got the sushi bro idea was not with you. Was out on the east and eastern sushi hero, really good sushi bar out on eastern and out near Henderson. And a bunch of guys were in there, like just ordering sake stuff and, and sake. And then, you know, I, one of them had a baseball cap. They're all in t-shirts, and they're they're talking about stuff. And I'm going, I'm looking at these guys. Like three years ago, you didn't even know what uh, what hamachi kama was. Okay. And now you're pretending like, you know, this is where the internet makes experts out of everybody, you know. Oh, no, man, you need Chutoro, not Otoro. You know what I mean? This guy, like, yeah, right. You know why? Because you read it on, I read it on uh, TikTok like like 30 seconds ago. That, yeah, so you're not that guy, Sam. You're obnoxious, but not that obnoxious. <laughs> not in that, that is, way. <laughs> not in, not probably, in that way. That's probably one of the nicest compliments I've, I've ever gotten from either one of you. <laughs> we'll work on it today. Yeah. Well, we got to keep you honest, that's all. Love you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put my hat back on forward, Bill Bill out to the front. (laughs) Well, John, great to have you back. Good. Let's do this again now uh, on a a more regular basis. People have missed you. I think we're we're evolving into a a real foodie uh, blog. a real foodie uh, uh, podcast. And maybe we could even add some video and be a vlog. <laughs> the food vlog. Is it, is it really vlog? It's vlog. Well, that's... The V is, it, it's a V for video, but the, it's because you have blogs which are written okay. reviews and like, reactions. Like my blog. Yes. yes yours is a blog because it's the original. What does the, the B stand for? I don't know, but it's the original. All right. And then, v- so v-log. if you do a video version of that, it's a vlog. Well, whatever it is, don't be chuggy. Remember that. That's the word of the week. Anti-chuggy, chuggy club. <laughs> no, it's a no chuggy zone. Oh, my gosh. All right, great to have you with us, friends. Food Friday here on the What's Right Show. Great uh, to see both of you, and this was fun. All right, All right. have a great weekend. Bon appétit.